beautiful morning. This is this is the 28th of December 2021. Now, just a couple of days more, I mean, left in this year. That's 2021. Before, you know, what's going on? Before you say Jack Robinson, as it were, as they say it, you know, uh, we'll be in the new year, we'll be in 2022. And there's something, you know, that's been coming to my mind. I, I think I've shared a few of that, you know, recently with, with you saying that, you know, this is time for us to reflect. There's still time to reflect this year, see how far you've come, and then to project, to make plans for the next year. I mean, it's there's nothing wrong in having New Year resolutions. You know, people, people will always say, hey, what's your New Year resolution? What's the plan for the new year? But it is a good thing to have that, and it will help you to set a target for yourself and then see if you meet that target or what to do to ensure that you achieve your goals for the new year. So it's not too late for you to look back say how far have i come and then to set your goals for the coming year my name is lulu Fuadoju, and this is freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 fm on freshly pressed is where we get to look into the papers you get to share some perspective from an analyst and then you also get to share your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines today and now we'll be looking through the punch newspaper and the vanguard newspaper starting with the stories on the front front page as the headlines on the front page of the punch newspaper FG plans 12 trillion naira fresh borrowing, public debt to hit 50 trillion naira by 2023. That story is on page two of the Punch newspaper. It has this writers: government borrowing plan focuses. Government borrowing plan focuses on domestic bonds, concessional external loans. Go after wealthy Nigerians owing the country instead of borrowing. That's according to an economist. Assets must be created to justify debt. Infrastructure needs a. Infrastructure needs essential, says analysts. That story is also there on the Punch newspaper. And page 15, FG to complete 10 highways in Q2. Eyes Shikuk funding budget. That story is there on page 15. Back to page 2, you have this headline. 15 states conducting contact tracing. 1,986 travelers test positive. That's according to the NCDC. Away from this to another one on page 24, currency in circulation jumps again, hits 3.15 trillion naira. On page 7, Electoral Act, National Assembly concerned with lawmakers' political interests, says Malami. Away from this, Niger universities rank very low because of poor lecturers to student ratio. That's according to an XVC. Three years after fatal crash. Ethiopian Airlines to fly Boeing Max 8 plane again. That story is there in the Punch newspaper. Away from this to other headlines, Zamfara communities deserted as bandits killed 10, abduct 33 women. Another one, Hedda's Keeling, bloodbath averted in Quara's police foil community, Fulani clash. On page 4, one dies, many injured as boss plunges into Lagos Canal. On page 7, we are tired of crying. Leading with Buhari over Leah Sharibu, that's according to her parents. On pages four and five, the metro pages of the Punch newspaper, man feared dead. Police are Motekun deployed as Oshun Carnival turns bloody. And finally, on the front page of the Punch newspaper, you have this one. We shall continue our resolve to make Ogun oil producing state. That's according to Governor Abiodun. Away from this now to the Vanguard newspaper for a couple of headlines, uh, starting with this one. APC chides Obaseki over plan to demolish Benin Central Hospital. That story is there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. And SCDC arrests three alleged suspected bandits in Gusau. Adoin Diaspora brings succor to widows. A female vulcanizer. That one is also there in the Vanguard newspaper. Electoral bill discriminatory. 
supportive of insecurity. That's according to a minister. We'll be looking into details of that later on. Away from this, electoral bill still, Nas Buhari must get it right. That's also something there. No attack on SGF home, hometown. That's according to the police. A story is also there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. Away from this now to other stories or other headlines in the Vanguard newspaper. Absu Sark's rounded lecturer, another staff involved in admission racketeering. That story is there. As a report, pipeline vandalism, sabotage, others accumulate in shutdown of eight oil terminals. That's a report there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. 45 billion naira bridging debt unsettles petroleum downstream. That's also something there. Ex-Nimasa DG prefers strategy to combat attacks on vessels at Anchorage. That story is also there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. Electoral bill, okay, I took that headline previously. Direct primary produced Buhari in 2019 without crisis. That's also something there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. And that's as much as I'll be taking when it comes to headlines from both papers. So go on a quick break. When we return, we're taking details of the story. Stick around. It's still freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Toothpaste. It's like having your personal dentist at home. Strengthens teeth, fights teeth cavities, combats data buildup, whitens teeth, freshens breath, reduces plaque, and ensures healthy gum. Oral Care Toothpaste. 12 hour dental protection system. Extra fresh gel. Protects from tooth decay. Oral Care Toothpaste. Airtel, the smartphone network. Welcome back now, taking details of stories that made the headlines this morning. Starting with this one in the Punch newspaper, government can't government that can't provide security has failed. That's according to a do state governor. 
Edo State Governor Godwin Obaseki has said that the state government is collaborating with security agencies in the state to boost the capacity of their personnel as part of efforts to ensure security of lives and property. While saying that the purpose of government is to ensure safety of lives and property, the governor said without security, everything has failed. Obaseki disclosed this during a court visit by leaders of Essan Solidarity Association Network, led by their chairman, Mr. Anthony Okwere, at the government house in Benin City. Our story is there in the Ponch newspaper. And moving away from this now to other headlines uh, in the papers uh, this morning. Okay, well, details of other stories in the papers. You have this one. Governorship poll won't affect ongoing road projects or shun pledges. The Oshun State Government has said the 2022 governorship poll in the state will not affect ongoing road projects. The Commissioner for Works, Remy Omowai, explained on Monday that the gov- that the Boyega Oyetola administration had resolved to take advantage of the dry season to fast-track work on road projects in the state. Omowai, who gave an assurance that work will con- would progress and hindered on all the recently awarded roads in Ilefe and Ikiri, added that the administration had means of funding the projects before it announced the commencement of work. That story is also there in the Ponch newspaper. And coming down to Ogun State here, we shall continue our resolve to make Ogun all producing state. That's according to Governor Dakwa Abiodun. The Ogun State Governor Dakwa Abiodun says his administration is committed to making Ogun an all producing state in the country. Abiodun said this while delivering a convocation lecture at the second and third convocation programs of the Mountain Top University with the theme Quest for Excellence, the Nexus of Faith, Knowledge, and Resilience. The governor said he was privileged to work as the chairman of Olokola Free Trade Zone, which sought to site a refinery in the state. Obiodo noted that the project was not just conceived with the aim of refining petroleum products only, but to take advantage of the mining license that had been awarded around the corridor. That story is also there in the Paunch newspaper this morning. We'll be looking at that story later on. But away from this now... Two other stories, uh, moving to the Vanguard newspaper. Direct primary produced Buhari in 2019 without crisis. Elder statesman Anthony Sani has said if direct primary, which produced President Buhari in 2019, did not bring about any crisis, the Minister of Justice, Abubakar Malami, might not have predicted rightly to say there would have been crisis if the president had assented to the electoral bill. Sani, the immediate past secretary-general of the Iowa Consultative Forum, ACF, told Vanguard that for the president to now turn down direct primary has stunned many Nigerians, especially supporters who have been on the same page with him on this matter. According to him, he said, in quote, we have reacted to the advice by the attorney general and the minister of justice, which seemed to have informed President Buhari's letter to the National Assembly on why he withheld assent to the Electoral Amendment Bill of 2021. That story is there in the Vanguard newspaper for this morning. And uh, still taking more stories from the Vanguard newspaper, still having to do with the Electoral Bill. You have this one in the Vanguard newspaper. Electoral Bill, Nas Buhari must get it right. That's uh, a piece there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. And away from this now to other stories having to do with the Electoral Bill. Electoral Bill, discriminatory, supportive of insecurity. That's according to the minister. The Minister of Justice and Attorney General of the Federation, Malami, Malam Abubakar Malami, says the amended electoral bill is supportive of insecurity and discriminatory for President Muhammad Buhari to sign into law. The minister who made this position known in a phone, converse, 
and a phone-in program on Radio Kano monitored in Abuja also maintained that the electoral bill had excessive cost implications and hence would not be signed by the president. According to him, the new electoral bill has not captured the interest of all Nigerians, adding that signing it into law by the president will further create more crisis in the political space. That story is there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. And the story runs on and on. You can get uh, more details of that in the Vanguard newspaper. Away from this now, to other stories that are still from the Vanguard newspaper. 17 months enough to end insecurity before Buhari leaves office. That's according to the presidency. The presidency has said 17 months was enough time for the President Mohammed Buhari-led administration to bring to an end the various security challenges plaguing the country. President Buhari, who took over the presidential seat in 2015 for the period of four years, was re-elected in 2019 and is expected to leave office in May 2023, about 17 months from now. Speaking when he appeared on Sunday Politics and Channel's Television, the special advisor to the president on media and publicity, Femi Adeshino, said President Buhari can still end insecurity in the country before he exits office. That story is there in the Vanguard newspaper. And still taking one or two more stories before getting some perspective from our analyst. Uh, you have this one also in the Vanguard newspaper. Umosu will engage pleas to no reasons for invasion of church. That's according to the Anglican bishop. The Archbishop, Anglican province of Oweri, Most Reverend Dr. David Osi Onoha, on Monday said the church would engage the Nigerian police force to know the reasons behind what led to the invasion and arrest of the Imo State 2019 governorship candidate Uche Umosu last Sunday at St. Peter's Anglican Church of at Inquiry local government area of Imo State. The Anglican bishop spoke in a statement to newsmen in Oweri while reacting to the incident at the Anglican Church in Inquiry local government area of Imo State. Our story runs on and on there in the Vanguard, rather in the Vanguard newspaper. But uh, I need to take this particular story that's uh, in the Ponch newspaper. Uh, okay, found it. That's uh, on the fresh borrowing uh, that is to be initiated by the federal government. FG plans 12 trillion naira fresh borrowing. Public debt to hit 50 trillion naira by 2023. The federal government hopes to push its public debt stock to 50.22 trillion naira by 2023, the domestic debt at 28.75 trillion naira, and external debt at 21.47 trillion naira. This is according to the projections in the National Development Plan 2021 to 2025. The Debt Management Office had disclosed that Nigeria's public debt was 38 trillion naira as of the end of the third quarter of 2021 with a total debt stock rising by 2.540 trillion naira in three months from July to September 2021. And that's as much as I'll be taking from the papers when it comes to details. It's about time we get some perspective from our analyst. And as usual, I have in the studio with me, Akim Kareem. Good morning, Akim Kareem. And uh, compliments of the season. Lulu, good morning. How are you? Compliments of the season to you as well. Okay. And to remind you, mm. officially and on here, with several millions of witnesses, that you are here to <laughs> rotate to my empire. The, oh, my, the, oh, my. The, what would I call it? Um, the goodies from the Christmas. So, while I've been tagging a while, mm. I hope you combine everything for the new year. And so I, I have everything together. I, I, should, I should inform you. Do, do you know the cost of uh, the price of uh, what's it called now? 
chicken. No, the cost is irrelevant when you are gifting me. Just give me. <laughs> just, just give me. I don't want to know the price. I wonder if you buy or care for the price. Oh, my God. But since it's an expectation of a gift now, I don't, I don't have to know the cost of that. You don't have to know the cost of that. Not to worry. We're, we're working on things. Uh, let, let me also I tell you. I talk like a politician. That now. in Latin American state. Don't forget, uh, I think you're ahead of human resources. I'm not talking like a politician. <laughs> Telling me we are working on it. Okay, so when you come and meet me, and I'm working on you too for several weeks too. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be uh-huh. that way. We'll, 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 we'll settle this. We'll settle better, this off there. Better, because we'll this, one, this, off there. this one that you are working on is <laughs> <I> no deal. <laughs> Okay, let's get let's start with this particular story in the Punch newspaper having to do with uh, the federal government's uh, plan, you know, to borrow twelve trillion naira, fresh, fresh plans. It's part of um, you know projections in the National Development Plan twenty twenty one to twenty twenty five. I know I took this particular story that was in Ibado that was on Friday. Well, I never got to you know have this conversation with you having to do with the National Development Plan 2021 to 2025. Um, to start with, what, what's your thought concerning the National Development Plan? You know, and I know that the National Development Plan is replacing you know the one we had on ground previously. How effective was that particular one which is replacing? I'm trying to recall the name what that is called right now. Once I recall that, I will be you know sharing that with you. But What's your thought concerning the National Development Plan the first and that, okay. the plan of the federal government to borrow $12 trillion The first thing is that I've not read, of the, read the National Development Plan. I do not know what it contains. I do not know. So I do not know the, its potentials, and I, I do not want to second-guess or guess what its limitations will be. Uh, but apparently, if there was a development plan at all in Nigeria, and we are in this situation, then nobody needs to tell you that. Previous development plans were not adhered to, or were not implemented, or were just uh, like the, the usual plans we have in Nigeria, plans on paper that never get to ground. But let's see how the new development plan works out and uh, pans out. Don't forget, we are also a nation, unfortunately so, as a nation, as a society, that has a penchant for planlessness. We plan to have no plan. Mm. Although we, 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 may, we may pontificate as a nation, as a people, as a government, that yes, we are planning, we have plans. Even at, in, at individual levels, many Nigerians, what they call plans is just worrying and burdening themselves with the, the, the future, not plans, not plans with timelines that on this date, I'm going to do this, then if it fails, I get back here, you know. But that's, for so for the development plan, I think we need to get through it. Right? And then for the plans to borrow, this, and I discussed this with Olake yesterday, the sincere truth for me is that even the mighty United States of America is extremely indebted, highly indebted. I don't know the components of their local debt. I don't know whether to whether the other aspects of the indebtedness is to foreign corporations like Nigeria or other countries. But I know the American America is highly indebted. But you can see for for for, for free that yes, this is what they look really. But this is that they have. This is why they have the BC and uh, <laughs> how they are coping with the BC, you know. you know. But then when you look at Nigeria, you realize that in the past we have borrowed so much that we cannot even point at what we use this money for. There, allegedly, there were times in this nation that governments and state governments go out to borrow money from foreign creditors after and uh, the money never gets here for any project. Mm-hmm. But I think there's an improvement with the Bureau administration. Because most times this these borrowings now are projects tied. Mm. They are tied to specific projects. Mm. And uh, like I told you yesterday, we we have so much 
serious, extreme, huge infrastructure deficit as a nation. And any attempt by anybody or any government or any asset of society to reduce this uh, um, massive infrastructure deficit is welcome for me. At times, I, I, I dare say that I don't care about the cost of getting these things done. As long as we are going to we are going to reduce, we have massive infrastructure deficits in healthcare, in education, in virtually all facets of human endeavor. Mm. So if the government is borrowing, I know it's going to be project specific, tied to a project, and I hope that, like the African economists and consultants are working with them, that these projects will have we have a repayment mechanism instituted in them, right? And other people say, oh yes, the project will be able to pay. Yes, but not all projects will be will, will pay. Some projects you borrow, you use money from other sources to pay back. Like for borrow for, for hospitals, are you saying that you're going to commercialize the hospitals to pay back? No. But there must be a mechanism in place within that project or outside project, within the mechanism and operation of the government to pay back. Okay. So that we do not end up like they are threatening us that some people will take over our uh, uh, seaports and, and all those likes. But I think the government situation, a lot of people will say, hey, they are borrowing too much, they are taking too much money. But I tell you, when you consider where we have uh, as, as infrastructure and where we should be, I think we, uh, we should be actually very bullish in our approach to development. Okay, uh, so I remember now uh, I've looked that up. Uh, what this uh, national development plan is uh, replacing is the economic recovery and growth plan that's 2017 to 2020. Uh, you know, my initial question had to do with uh, how effective was that particular plan? That's the economic recovery and growth plan from 2017 to 2020. A part of the details of what that plan was supposed to do now, uh, let me try to look that up, it has to do with the growth, you know, inclusive growth to consolidate national coercion, a structural economic transformation, improving efficiency in both pu- public and private sector, Increase national productivity, um, achieving sustainable diversification of production to also significantly grow the economy and achieve maximum welfare for citizens by ensuring food and energy security. That's the economic uh, recovery and growth plan 2017 to 2020. How effective was that? That's what the National Development Plan is now replacing from 2021 to 2025. Yes, like I said, apparently, without even knowing that it was the economic recovery growth plan, I told you that um, if I, I'm sure that the intendment of that plan has not been met, we all know the institution of the Nigerian economy in 2017, and we know the institution in 2021 today. We know, let's just even leave the uh, economic terms and the semantics and the big, big trendship mm. for the economists. Let's just look at it from what... 50,000 I can buy in 2017, and 150,000 I can buy in 2021. Let's look at the cost of rice, the bag of rice, which is a staple meal for majority of Nigerians in 2017 and now. Let's look at the Naira to the greenback, US dollar in 2017. Let's look at it now. Then let's ask ourselves, if the economic recovery good plan has achieved its intendment, then... 2021 should be better than 2021 financially mm. and economically. But the reverse is the case. That, that's the reality. The sad reality is that we have, we, have, we have and we have always been having a glorious past, a better yesterday. And that's a terrible thing for me. So, growing, growing up, yeah. I, I used to hear people say, ah, what are not Chile? What are not Kobo? What are not Pong? I was always wondering where those 
good yesterdays. I, when I was younger, like my mid ten, ten, between ten and twenty, right. But now I can also say to people that it was a glorious yesterday for even my generation. So when are we going to have? A, a prosperous future. So, are you saying the plans that the plan we had initially? The plan did not did, achieve the intent. So, it, how, uh, how do we how do we have confidence in the new plan that it would actually meet the yes, intended target? Yes, the is that for every time you do not succeed in an endeavor, mm. that should not deter you, that should not stop you, because you have only failed when you stop trying. So, the fact that the previous one, in my own estimation, in my own consideration, mm. did not serve the purpose did not actualize its mandate, right? Does not mean the government will not fall his hand and go to sleep, right? They are coming out with the action plan. They should, but the first reality we need to adapt to is that as Nigerian government, led by President Mahmoud Buhari, first of all, sees itself with the fact that that plan failed. If they continue with this, uh, uh, burying their head like the ostrich in the sands, that, oh, we are on course, security is well, economy is well, like the president went to Dubai to tell them that he has laid infrastructure for his has laid, he has done everything right. I forgot the exact terms he used. If they do not agree, the people who lead us, who manage us, and accept that they have failed, then there will be no correction. Mm. Because the first movement forward is to accept that you have not gotten where you are supposed to be. They have a determination to, to restart or to surge, to learn from the past. But when you feel that what we have done enough, when you are complacent enough to see that what you have done enough, it's good enough and the best you can do. Then we are, we are stuck. So the government has to admit. Even if you don't admit on the press conference openly, it has to admit in, to itself, to its, go, to its caucus, to the people that are then going together, that we have failed the people. But moving forward, how are we going to re, re, resolve this scenario? How are we going to ensure that the economy works for the people? How are we going to ensure that the poor people of Nigeria, the poor Nigerians, are able to feed decently. My question, my question, which you have not answered, okay. is: Are you? Do you have confidence in the ability no of the government? To, I have no. I have no choice. You have no choice. I have no choice. Hmm. I'm not the National Assembly. Once governments are elected for a period of four years, then your, your fate is in their hand. Except another arm of government can come to remove them democratically, and put, which I know will not happen, right? So at that point, to maintain my mental balance and mental state. I, I, I manage my expectation. Mm. So part of managing my expectation is to double my house, double my house like they say on the streets. <laughs> okay, away from this now, let's talk about security. You have the Edo State Governor saying that uh, any government that can't provide security has failed. You also now have this one coming from the presidency saying that 17 months, more than enough to end sec- insecurity before President Buhari leaves office. Uh, 17 months, is it more than enough? That's coming from the uh, presidency. Does that uh, give you some form of confidence in, uh, you know, the resolve of this administration to tackle insecurity head-on, you know, and resolve things before the end of, uh, before 2023 elections? In Nigeria today, we we have all agreed that the most important, like every other part of the world, the essence of government is, is to provide security of lives and property, and we have all agreed, except the people in government, that any government that is unable to give a majority percentage of protection of lives and property has failed. But the people in government will tell you that instead of assessing the situation today, they'll compare, they'll take you back to 16 years of PDP, they take you back to the six years of Jonathan. Forget that the majority of them in this government were also active participants in the Jonathan administration. 
And so when I want to talk, I group them together. The political elite. The political elite belong to the APC, the PDP. They belong to the institutions. They are Christians, they are Muslim, they are Babalawos. But they have one thing in common. They, are, they all belong to the political elite. And that political elite has failed in political leadership of securing lives and property. Such that even one of them, a member of the Cardinal Senate of Assembly, a few weeks ago lost his life to bandits. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And so, if now they are saying we have 17 months left, as a student of statistics, if you have had a government of six years, more than six years, times 12, 72 months, and uh, the result is where we had now as per security. And you tell me that in 17 months, what you could not achieve in 72 months, you want to achieve in 17 months, I allow you to do the mathematical extrapolation. But, but that not, also not, happened not, during the not, uh, good luck journey time for administration, me and it, it was tackled head on. Later yes, on. and we are still where we are today. Mm. You see, there are some issues that you, you think you have settled, that you have only laid them to rest temporarily. Because the basic super foundation that causes insecurity has not been addressed. Issue of poverty has not been addressed. Issue of uh, unemployment, serious unemployment, proliferation of drugs, proliferation of weapons have not been addressed. If they have been addressed, they have not been tackled held on. They have not been resolved significantly. So if the government comes out and say, oh, you people, 17 months, we are going to restore, restore security. Yes, they will make efforts. But like you and I have always discussed many times, the efforts count. Don't count. Results count. And the result of 72 months is a pointer to what will happen in 17 months. Without trying to be honestly cynical or extremely pessimist, but it's reality now. It's reality. How does... I said there's supposed to be total turnaround of massive political will. Is it not in the same country where Mr. President directed the IG to resume to Benway State and a few days later the IG went there, took pictures and left by helicopter the same day? And the president was not aware for several months. So what are we talking about? It is apparent that the security situation in Nigeria has reached this level because, one, the total time of Mr. President's administration is appallingly low, extremely low, mm. that the efforts do not commensurate with the results. It's clear to all of us. But then, like I said, we cannot remove Mr. President. We can, I'm not one of those that will pray someone should die because Nigeria should get better. But then the people who are saddled with checks and balance, how well have they affected this capacity to do check and balance? Your statement seemed to connote that, uh, you know, the president is the one holding the nation back. back. Who did we elect? Who was sworn in on May 29, 2015? Was it Ludo that was sworn in? It does in Ogun State? Mm-hmm. Who was sworn in? Mm-hmm. The president, the assist governors, the various House of Assembly, the various, uh, the National Assembly, and the people that are unable to resolve these problems. But unfortunately, when this is his own work, the only person we always remember is Mr. President. Because he's the one we are discussing now. He's the one whose office I just spoken now. The office of government, we don't talk about insecurity now. It was somebody from the president, presidency who said they have 17 months, they're going to do magic in 17 months. The so word is not magic, though. It seems to be magical what they plan to do. Because you cannot do something in 72 months, except you have been building steadily. And we are going to we are going to now harness or use the efforts you have gained to solve the problem. Momentum you've built over time. Do, do you understand? Yeah. But that's not the case. Nigerians, this moment in Nigeria is the worst for all any Nigerian, 
except you are in government and benefiting from the sleaze in government, is it worse for all Nigerians economically? Security? I dare say spiritually. Do they say spiritually? Let's move from this now to what has been was emanating from uh, you know the governor Dakwabiodun administration is saying uh, that his administration is working towards ensuring that Ogun State take advantage of its rich oil deposit and becomes an oil-producing state. I mean, what do you make of this? Yes, I think uh, it's it's a good one, but you know there's always some politics involved in. It's not just about uh, the Ogun State government. That works uh, in collaboration with the federal government of Nigeria. And good enough, uh, the president, the people in the presidency, and the uh, Okemoson are in the same political party, and so it may be easier. And uh, it's a good one because there will be more income that will accrue for housing. For this, uh, the oil producing status will bring more income for the state, and there will be more revenue to do the business of um, uh, development. And the heavy business of lifting the money away to it may also be easy. How do you mean? I need clarity on that. Lifting what money? Yes, the, the truth of the matter is that... What, uh, what money are you referring to here? Now, We're talking about oil. Nigeria has many states. Mm. Many of those states are very rich. Aquaibom states, Delta states, Lagos states, Ondo states. They allegedly, we hear that not all the monies that come from the status of being oil producing goes into the development of these societies. That some of them develop wings and fly away. So when we get oil producing, there's a likelihood. I mentioned the first scenario. You are a pessimist. You did not talk about when I said it will bring development. But you did not forget when I said it may fly away. So I've said it again. Say that the money is useful for the people who elected Governor Kabeldu or useful for the people in government the Nigerian way. We'll hope that uh, you know it's uh, you know converted for the good of the people. But uh, finally, let's just touch on this issue before we open the phone lines this morning and get the thoughts of our listener. You have this one having to do with the arrest of Ngozi, where the Anglican bishop is saying that uh, they will engage the police to know reasons for invasion of uh, the church. Uh, I did watch an interview yesterday having to do with uh, Rochas Okorocha speaking on that particular incident. I never got to really engage you concerning that incident in terms of questions that have been asked also. You know, uh, I've been seeing different reactions, especially, you know, talking about... Um, you know where he was arrested, the manner in which he was arrested. Um, I do know that um, during that interview, uh, that was uh, Senator Richard Okorocha used the word abduction. He said he was abducted and not arrested. He also debunked the claims that uh, he had been previously invited by the police. What do you make of the action of the police, the manner in which in which he was arrested? I mean, that is one thing that has been the, uh, the let's use the word uh, bone of contention, as it were. No, the truth of the matter, in my estimation, is that. Um even though I do not, uh, I do not agree to be labelled as a religionist, many Nigerians are very extremely sanctimonious and not spiritual. They try to they, they they use religion as a showcase. They showcase religion to showcase other things. But then, because of the sensitivity of religion in our lives and where we have allowed it to reach at the expense of logic, at the expense of uh, empirical uh, understanding of issues and logical issues. Uh, and the emotion we have attached to religion, I think the Nigerian police desecrated that that place, that, that Anglican church. I, I, the Nigerian police has been able to prove to the outside world that they invited uh, Mr. Onwosu and they did not turn up. Uh, if the police invite somebody that doesn't turn up, I think the next thing is to claim wanted. I do not see. I, I don't know. If there was any notice to declare the man wanted. 
that will have warrant uh, that invasion of the church. I call it the invasion of the church. And uh, what saddens me more is that I'm sure that that will not have happened in the mosque. I'm mm-hmm. sure that that will not have happened in the mosque. And uh, but then I do not want to bring. I do not want to be brought into the debate of uh, Islam and Christianity. But I know that a, a place of an holy place of worship was violated and desecrated. And the unfortunate part is that a few hours after that man was released, as if he was wanted for one high crime of treason, the man has been released. Do you understand? So why could they could have waited for him outside of the church? They could have waited for him on his way over. They were monitoring him. And you also wonder, the speed and enthusiasm that the Nigerian police deploys to some activities, you wonder how they deploy that to bandit, uh, fight against banditry, kidnapping, and robbery, that will have fared better as a nation as per security. Mm. But look at how they invaded that church. Whereas, if they were tracking him until he went to the church, they could have not tracked him enough to wait for him until he comes out of that church. But now they have... The Indian police has had to apologize to the Anglican community, the Anglican church. That would have been avoidable if they were a, a bit more, they exhibited more tact mm. in, the, in in doing their constitutional duty. On social media, I read an altercation between Comrade Ken Enshaw. Yes, Ken Enshaw was former Nance president in the, like, 10, 20, 20 years ago, a long time ago. And uh, he's, he's, he's an activist, a vocal activist. And he made it clear that the Dutch desecration was not worth it. They had no reason to do that. They could have waited, you know. And so I align with that position. And it's, I, I, I become sad when I notice that I doubt if the Nigerian police force will have arrested anybody within the presence of a mosque. Mm. Okay, uh, we need to go on this quick break. When we return, we'll be taking your calls to get your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines today. The phone line to be a part of the conversation, 080 That's 080 Stick around. It's still freshly pressed and fresh, 107.9 FM. That's why I lose my oh, okay. oh, oh, oh. love Toothpaste. It's like having your personal dentist at home. Strengthens teeth, fights teeth cavities, combats data buildup, whitens teeth, freshens breath, reduces black, and ensures healthy gum. Oral Care Toothpaste. 12 hour dental protection system. Extra fresh gel. Protects from tooth decay. Oral Care Toothpaste. Wait, guy. When you hear 10 gigabytes data plus 100 free minutes and SMS, how much do you think it will cost? Man, like 10K. <laughs> nah, bro. It's just 3K. That's right. Sharing comes with its reward on the Airtel family plan. With just 3,000 Naira, you enjoy 10 gigabytes data and 100 free SMS to share with up to 5 people. Plus, 500 MB bonus for each of you. Simply dial star 141 hash or visit www.airtel.com.ng to begin. Airtel, the smartphone oh. network.
Alright, welcome back. You can be a part of the conversation. 80 That's the phone line to be a part of a conversation. Let's see who we have here. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Your name and where you call Yeah, good morning, Mr. Lulu and uh, Mr. Tim Karim. Good morning, Mr. Well Tim. Compliment of the season. Go ahead. Yeah, my name is Polani Bolao from Shagawili. Go on. Am I on? Yes, you are. Yeah, I want to have my take this morning on this, uh, uh, another borough, you know, going on in the uh, Amagropo, uh, Mr. President, from the President, you know, trying to borrow again, you know, but the truth is this, an individual, because there is, uh, like, people do say, you know, there is nothing wrong in borrowing, you know, like, if you want to finance a particular thing that you cannot have the capacity, you can make a loan. But at this point, in this uh, year alone, I think we should have been like third back now, you understand? Like segment of borrow and borrow. And as it is now, I'm looking at something. Can it possible for an ordinary individual to borrow without payment as in you pay? You understand? When you want to service a loan, you understand? You can't borrow, and at the same time, you are not paying back. You know So now, let's put it to the situation we are on ground now. How could you be using deficit to service our budget? You know Because as it is now, the borrow that we've taken this year alone, at least, if you want to do anything with it, you know The gain we are going to gain, are they going to direct the gain to, uh, I'm going to put it to, for, for the payment? You know So, if they keep borrowing and they cannot create something, you know, because me, ever since they have been borrowing, I've not seen any impact. All right. Yeah, I've not seen any impact beyond that. Impact in the in, in, in the borrow. Because they said they would do, do use it for uh, uh, architectural and uh, maybe and the development lines. of uh, the country. You but have not seen I, it. Me, I'm, I don't agree with it. Thank they you for don't plan out to make payments. So that we can have a good economy. Thank you. Good Thank morning. You. Thank you for your thoughts. 080-332-1079. That's the phone line to be a part of a conversation on Freshly Pressed and Fresh 107.9 FM. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Mr. Lulu. Good morning to you. I'm Kyle from Abekuta. Good morning. I keep telling Merry Christmas in Arias. Happy New Year in advance. You, uh, you see, you have said it all, sir. Uh, 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 you can imagine somebody in the in the presidency telling us that 17 months is enough to end insecurity. I wonder, should we take this as a full expression that brings glory to God? Or should we be seeing it that they are proving themselves that they can do it now within 17 months? In fact, I began to laugh when you started the analyzing. You see, it's quite embarrassing that we have a government like this. Most of the people that lived uh, in those days of Jonathan are those ones also now, just like you have told us this morning, are still inside this government. They are just walking around in borrowed postures, spouting second-hand ideas. And I wonder what we have probably done to warrant all these kind of useless things. Not seeking uh, use, uh, uh, usefulness also. Oh, oh, I am oh, telling you, sorry, oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, in fact, uh, you see... Um, I I don't know. And you can imagine, they are still going after 4 trillion fresh borrowing. For what reason is this? 
it is better for us to now know that these people are not true leaders at all. They point. are not true leaders at all. Leaders should probably, I mean, a true leader should try to, I mean, to truly be courageous explorers. Those that will be so strong, that have sense of purpose and security for people to be able to... You see, when you talk about security, how many have been able to become their potential inside this government? People could not travel from Abekuta to Akure, not to fear any evil. We will begin to fear the fear of unknown. In fact, what kind of... I don't... In fact, I am I'm short of words this morning. Okay, thank I, you I, I, I don't know. What right. else do, do I express myself for? You, you've done These people don't have value. They don't... Because they, they, they became leaders just... So they just wanted to become leaders. Yeah. Thank you for And what thoughts. are they doing for us? Nothing. I just pray that okay. God just spared our lives and let's see them off. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, quite quite a whole lot there saying here he's, he's short of words, but he still had more words, you know, to express his thoughts. Still join us to join the conversation. 080 Hello, good morning. Good morning, Akin Karim. Good morning, Lulu. Good morning to you. My name is, my name is Engineer Paul O'Neill. I'm calling from Abeokuta. Uh, it is, first of all, let me greet you for the, uh, for compliments of the season. Thank you. But uh, let me say immediately that it is very huge for Akim, Karim, who is a Muslim, to agree that it is wrong what they did in respect to arrest the Muslims. But that's not even my concern. And my own is that you pick him up like you abducted him like kidnappers, and a few days later you release him like kidnappers will do after collecting ransom. <laughs> so, did they pick him up to collect ransom from the man? Because that's how it looks to me anyway. It, it is terrible. Now you are telling us in 17 months you will solve the problem you couldn't solve in six months, in, in six years, five months, which within which you will still want to borrow up to 12 trillion naira. This is, this is, this, this is disgraceful. It is shameful. Let's remind everybody that the ruler of Dubai did the wonders he did within five years. And his attention was the welfare of the people. And Dubai is not even a state. It's just a city within the UAE. And they are all Muslims. So they, this is very shameful. I just hope somebody can come later to probe this gantra of a fantastic corruption. Thank you very much. You are doing a good job. God bless you. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you. 080-33-22-1079. That's the phone line to be a part of the conversation. Still taking more calls and getting your comments on some of the stories. Hello. Good morning. Thank you very much. You are doing a good job. Good morning. Good morning. Your name and where you calling from? Good morning. My dear brothers in the house. Morning, sir. Hello. We can hear you. Document of decision to you all. Thank you. Yes. I am M.O.K. from United Towns of Ayoto. Go ahead. My dear brother, when shall we have a genuine government? How so? The president has spent 79 months on governance and saying what he's unable to do in 79 months. He will now do it in 17 months. What a cajoling statement and what a political statement. There is a political statement as I have seen it. 
That is aside. On the issue of economic plans, a lot of economic plans have been rolled out. And nothing feasible has been seen in it. With this year one, I have not seen anything tangible that more that we can be jealous of and our security. They should be modern in their approach. The stopping people watching their God, the stopping their their human rights, it is uncalled for. The police they supposed to be probed. They supposed to be probed. The God Almighty send down the rain to cleanse Nigeria. God bless you, people. God bless you, you. too. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, Still taking more calls. Let's have your comments on some of the stories. 080-332-1079. That's 080-332-1079. That's the phone line to be a part of the conversation. Quite a whole lot were discussed or we've discussed this morning. A whole lot. Also, the National Development Plan. The talk on security. Also, state. We also touched on that, uh, you know, the resolve by the Ogun State Government for the state to become an oil-producing state. Let's get back to the phone lines. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Is this Fresh FM? This is Fresh FM. Yeah, you can call you from Akuti. Go ahead. Yes, uh, I was to to you all, and uh, I think Karim and Lulu, we are really enjoying you. Thank you. I just want to appreciate you uh, and uh, the issues you, you analyze today. I don't know. I, I'm really, I'm really sad that I feel that God will help this country. Mm. And I want to also suggest that the management of fresh effort, maybe they should give you more slots in during the week because we are enjoying you. Thank you. You too. Enjoy the rest of your day. My, my, you can be a part of the conversation. We time, time is running out, but we can still take one or two more calls so you can be a part of the conversation. 080 Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, my name is Engineer Chukuma. Go ahead, Engineer. Calling from Abelkuta. Okay. Yeah, uh, my contribution is on the issue on ground. Most uh, times, we Nigerians, our leaders will just throw a word for battling, which we know that there's nothing we say that they will do, or they, they will listen. We should just keep quiet looking at them. Because for us, look at President telling us that it will end uh, 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 in such country, in this country, in how many months, which he has not done for how many years? How do we look at that it's possible? Now we are battling it. Shouting that, uh, how can he do? If you like, let him do or let him not do. How many months are left for him to live there? And look at what happened in Imo State. They know what they are doing. We should not be looking at them because whatever we say, are they going to listen? They can listen. It's what is in their mind that they want to do and they are doing it. So we should just stop disturbing ourselves on talking into them, whatever thing that they have said. Thank you.
Th- thank you for your thoughts. Uh, so, Akin Kuhn, based on what he's saying, uh, are you saying, do, do you align with, with with him? Should we just fold our hands and just watch things? No, 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 no. I disagree with that. I know that um, uh, as much as uh, we feel that the government is insensitive, I think as we believe that uh, they do not echo and listen to our voice, and uh, keeping quiet is not the way out. Mm. Keeping quiet is not the way out. We have to consistently... We have to be consistent with our message. We have to be consistent with our uh, analysis of the situation. We have to use all media at our disposal, the social media, the newspapers, everywhere, church sermons, church services. And the people who have access, who have platforms, should use this platform to request for an egalitarian society, to put government on its toes, to ensure that government, having been elected to serve the majority of the people, to serve the majority of the people, at all times, and not a cabal. And when they are not doing as much as we want, we should not be complacent. We should not. We should not uh, uh, conclude that all is lost, because even the seventeen months that they have said, yes, they may not be able to achieve everything in seventeen months, but they can lay steady foundation. They can mm. build on what is on ground, and they can do more. Mm. But we cannot afford to say, oh, let's go and sleep. Let them do whatever they like to do. Okay, let's see if we can take one more call before we wrap things up on the program this morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Your name and where are you yeah. calling from? I'm coming from Adiokita Your name, please. Yeah, my name is Stuart Prosper. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to start by congratulating you all in the house. You are really doing a great and nice job. Thank you. And also for your guests you called in this morning. I like the way he's positively answering the question. Mm. I must commend him as well. Thank you. Yeah, but my own take on this is this. If the government who have ruled for 79 months have been unable to achieve any success in terms of security and economical, so I don't think is this less than two years they will use to perform the miracle they have promised us. For me, I'm seeing it is just an empty promise. Mm. Okay. We since yes, yeah, since nineteen ninety nine as you said, I don't think all these people in power are the same people, both PDP or you call them APC, they are the same people in the corridors of power. So they have not changed anything in the face of the masses. Mm. Okay. The government we are into they need to work hard to prove to all that they are worthy to what we give them. You know, they will give them a mandate. And if we're talking about the presidency or everything is lying on the president's head, if there is any promise coming from the presidency, we only hope the president accounted for it. So, and the truth about the matter is that this current administration has felt Nigeria, I must say the truth. In terms of security, we are not getting threat at all. Economically, what will you say? No things for the masses list If you enter many places, you see that many people are being killed on many daily basis. Even, even some of the news are now reporting it. Things are, things are, who don't 